astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Hi. This morning, we have a fun topic for you. We are talking about compatibility, which is always mm, a big thing that comes up. It's a big up topic, isn't it? In astrology, love, compatibility, who's my, who are my people? And I think often I get the question, oh, I'm a Libra. Who, who am I compatible oh, with? Oh, that is so classic. Yes. Right. And so... Obviously, it goes way deeper than just your sun sign, but mm-hmm. I think one of the tricks we'll we'll talk about today is identify your rising sign. And your ascendant is another, another word for it. Yep, and that's going to give you a much better idea as to who you would be compatible with. Right, and you have to have your chart done you do. for that. You need to have it. You need the time of birth. Correct. That really is defining that uh, rising sign or the ascendant. So. Yeah. So if you don't know your rising sign, one, we'll book an appointment. Right. Um, two, there's lots of good free websites, too, oh that you can just gosh. type in your birth information real quick, um, and it will pretty much lay out where your sun, your moon, and your rising is, and that will Absolutely. help you digest this that podcast. Will, that will give great insight. The ascendant is really, um, really sets the tone for the chart, and it definitely dictates what you're looking for in a relationship, what type of relationship. Yeah. So we are going to run through all 12 signs, but before we do, let's just kind of talk about our logic as to why we are looking at the rising and we're looking at your rising sign and then we're looking right across the chart to see what sign is sitting on your seventh house. And you don't need to know that because we can, we can tell you that just based on your rising sign because we're looking at essentially the opposite sign. Right. And one of the reasons this is so important Do you want to kind of explain what we talked about prior to the podcast about the planets are always across from each other? Well, the idea is that the the first house, the ascendant, kind of describes yourself. Yep. And maybe sometimes just as much as the sun, more so almost. You know, so, you know, and the seventh house represents relationships. Who do you hang out with? What type of relationship? I mean, some people just like a fun and games and laugh and other people are looking for security and people some people are looking for romance right so the seventh what's on the seventh house is what you are seeking what are you trying to get out of relationships so that's the kind of the uh, uh, and, and I actually think that the rising sign is really important I I've been fortunate enough that I have a Capricorn rising and I married my husband who's a cancer rising so there's a connection there because we're opposing. We're on the same wavelength together. Yeah, perfect. So let's just go ahead and start with an Aries rising. So if you're an Aries rising, mm-hmm. and so you just you just reminded me of something I wanted to clarify. Okay. So you actually did marry someone, partner up with someone that has this actual, you know, you're a Capricorn rising, so you're looking for someone with, you know, a Cancer. Right. The opposite. We're not saying that that's how it has to be, but we're saying you're looking for someone that has those qualities of that sign. 
Yes. Oh, okay, well, every so. person, every relationship has a personality to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when we start with Aries rising, they are seeking a Libra-inspired relationship. So right. again, whether you, f- you find a Libra or you find someone that has a lot of Libra qualities. Right. You know, yeah. There may not be a, a Libra, right? They might have they might have the moon in Libra. They might have a lot of planets, something else in there. So we can't go there in this, in this lecture. We're just yeah. talking about just general. It's a Libra-inspired relationship. And, you know, oftentimes that Aries is looking for someone who's going to uh, give them some freedom. Yeah. Maybe even the upper hand. Absolutely. Maybe some independence. So they're looking for someone, of course, who's a little laid back. Right? You're not looking for a highly demanding partner. Yeah. Who's going to dictate you need to do here, this, then. Right? You're looking maybe for a partner who is uh, more lax, more flexible. Like, oh, yeah, I I really don't care. I mean, I've met women who make all sorts of changes to their home and their their husbands don't care. They, 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 I don't have to, I don't have to run it past him. I call the shots here on the home or whatever it is. I've had women who go out and buy their own cars, don't discuss with their husbands or their, you know, live-ins, you know, what car they're going to buy. So those relationships are out there. They are. And that would be an Aries, if you have Aries rising, you're looking for someone who's got got a lot of give, so to speak here. Okay. And it looks then for like a harmonious relationship. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because, it works. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would say, how do, how does that work? Yeah. You know, I, I can't imagine going out and buying a car. No. On my own. No. I mean, you know, that's, no. I don't know what that says about me, but I would be overwhelmed by the prospect and would feel very insecure about it. Yeah. Okay. So next is your Taurus rising. Mm-hmm. You're seeking um, a Scorpio. Right. Infused. I think this is one of the trickier ones, actually. Okay. Because Taurus is searching stable. for... Yeah, very stable. And they have a tendency to come around people that have power. Yeah. They're attracted to people who have power. Uh, I'm not talking about superpowers here. No, but I agree. I'm, right, but people with money or a really impressive job or a job title. Well, I mean, Taurus does like the finer things. <laughs> They do, yes. So I yes. think Scorpio can could bring some of those those qualities. Right. I see those the qualities that you described make sense. Right. But you you've experienced it where you hang out with someone who's let's just say is you know three times their financial your your financial worth three times whatever yours is, you know you kind of let them call the shots. They kind of dictate where we're yeah. going to eat. They dictate where we're going to go. Right? You just kind of by default, we do that if someone has power. Yep, absolutely. We give them more power, so to speak. And that's the trick about Taurus rising. They need, they want, and sometimes it's very difficult once they're in a relationship to then try to claim power. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. I think they're, and they're cautious about engaging with partners of less rank. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, so once the, they're in, mm-hmm. they're in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, 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 you know, the Taurus is I, I want, uh, excuse me, I need, I yeah, need. I this. need. Okay, but Scorpio is more I want. Yes. So you attract people who can fulfill those wants 
And, uh, you know, the, the classic example is um, uh, Grace Kelly, who married uh, Princess of Monaco, became Princess of Monaco. She had to sign a prenup where she had, she had signed off on the fact that if she ever tried to divorce, she would lose custody of her children. Oh. So that was in there to keep her, you understand, that's a Scorpio thing. Yeah. Keeps her in keeps the relationship. Her, uh... Keeps but her in line. I think it's just funny because then at the same time, it's kind of reinforcing that idea of Tauruses are stable and that earth sign kind of once they do commit to something, yeah. they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. So whereas maybe in Aries would be like, oh, hell no, I'm not signing that. Oh, absolutely. You know, a Taurus yeah. might be like, oh, this looks really stable and like mm-hmm. secure. And it almost tricks them into it by using their personality traits. Yeah, it does. It does. So anyhow, uh I've certainly seen some very successful relationships with Taurus rising, but I've also seen them where they're very cautious about uh, wanting to know someone's financial status in detail <laughs> before they get involved with them. Yeah. Yeah. Next, when we go to Gemini rising, um, they look for kind of a Sagittarius feel in their partnerships. Yeah. And so I describe like Gemini rising as like a cat. Oh, where, I like that. Like, you know, they're they're needy and they're into it until like they're not, and then they're like, okay, bye. Oh, yeah. Right? They're like, <laughs> yeah. like scratch me and love me. Okay, I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. bye. Mm-hmm. And they have to just separate. So in in human, right? In a human, it would be that they need their their weekends, maybe a weekend to themselves, a man oh. cave. You know, a girls' weekend. Oh, I need to go out with my girlfriends tonight. Right that they do need to feel kind of a separation yeah. um, from their partnerships. A little bit of distance. Yes. A little bit of distance there. And it's not physical, even though it could be physical distance. It could be in a different state or something of that nature. But that just sends them that you were out on an adventure today and I was out on an adventure today. Yeah. Right? Now tell me your story type of thing. You yeah. Know? So I think we say like too much in- intimacy can feel stifling or restricting. I think oh, that's where I yeah. get into that cat analogy where it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. it's not that they're not romantic, but just once they've had their fill, yeah. then right. they're very clear that, okay, now I need to Yeah, and they, they'll go off and disappear in the house. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is that Gemini Rising really do like people who have a belief system, a really strong belief system. They don't have to agree with it. Yeah. Gemini rising person doesn't have to agree with it, but they have a tendency to attract people that, of course, we could be talking religion, doesn't need to be, could just be a philosophical thing, could be a political thing. Well, Someone... my partner's Gemini rising. Oh, yeah. Right, in here, oh, yeah, here yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And this was right. not how he was raised, but I think right. he was very intrigued. Like, I don't necessarily believe in this or know what this right. is when we first met, and but it was fascinating to him Yeah. So that that's... he hadn't been exposed to it. Very good. Okay, Cancer rising. So cancer rising. You know, seeking that Capricorn mm-hmm, inspired. Capricorn. Right. So oftentimes they're looking for a partner that has some sort of title, just something. It doesn't mean you have to. Oh, I'm the president. Oh, I'm a multimillionaire. No, you, but you say I'm a. You know, I'm an. I'm the account representative. You know what I mean? That, you know, rather than something very vague, you know what I mean? Something where they have oh, a I title, where they have a business card, like that would just, you know, that would really impress Cancer Rising that you are, this is who I am type of thing. And you had a clear, like, pathway that you'd worked in that area. It, it it's kind of represents the elder, so to speak, that you look up to that person, that you see them as having been on track, working for something greater down the road. Very inspiring. 
Well, and when we think of cancers in general, we think of someone who's can be a homebody, very nurturing. Yes, and right. so it's like, you know, maybe they feel like they can step into their partner's world with that Capricorn energy. Yes. That something that's going to take them out of the comfort of their friends and their family. And there's also a little bit of stability thing. There's a Capricorn feel in their partner that their Capricorn is always pushing ahead. Generally, that's the idea. That's the stereotype we think of them. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so the idea they'll always find the next thing. Yes. So if you're a Leo rising, you're seeking an Aquarian-inspired relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's interesting because those Leo <laughs> risings can really... Cre- I don't want to say they create the drama, but yeah. they definitely seem to attract the drama. They do. And they have quite the look usually themselves. Yes, Leo. they do. Leo rising, like a big mane of hair or mm-hmm. a stance about them, right? They take on that lioness, lion mm-hmm. kind of quality. Yeah, so sometimes you can see someone, the Leo, maybe maybe could be flashier. Leo rising could be flashier. And they may attract a partner who doesn't look that way. But they're probably like that on the inside. <laughs> yeah, probably. They're, so I say this could be an odd, sometimes it's an odd look. Yeah. Odd combination. Um, uh, uh, so some, not that they have to justify, but I think people are always like, oh, wow, interesting partner they've chose. Yeah. Like when you go to a, a party and you're like, oh, I would have never suspected them together. Right. That could yeah, probably, yeah. out of the, all the ones we've talked about so far, would probably be your Leo Aquarius combo. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The Aquarius can be very free thinking, right? Yeah. And they can be very, sometimes rigid in their thinking as well. Uh, and Leo might be just more inclined to let's have some fun. And you right. get the partner off to the side, and all of a sudden you're talking some weird stuff right. you know about aliens and, yeah yeah, yeah like that type of thing so very uh very interesting okay next let's move to virgo rising mm-hmm. um so if you're virgo rising you are looking for kind of a pisces feel to your partner you know i think the most interesting thing i've seen about the virgo rising is there always seems to be some secrets mm-hmm. in their relationships okay and of course the obvious is secret relationships number one that they have secret relationships or they date two people at the same time there's something there that's always that or something that they both collectively know the couple mm-hmm. but that they don't tell everyone else that's going on and so i mean you would say that that's maybe like an important part of their relationship yeah it's not that they like i mean you say that that's what you've seen but like it's something that almost like bonds them bonds oh, that yeah. relationship. Well, secrets do bond people, yeah. don't they? Yeah. No, but I, knowing I that, yeah, oh yeah, no one else knows about this, and, that, and that's what creates that, like, excitement about the relationship. Oh yeah, the, I mean, there's a lot of playful secrets that one can hold, right. so to speak. <laughs> um, they also would like partners that get kind of lost in their work. Um, right. That they, they can even be at distance a little bit with that Virgo energy. Yeah, the Virgo oftentimes wants to enhance, improve themselves continually. Oh, the fixer-upper. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so the idea the partner can get lost in something is really nice. So, okay, then I can put a little more focus back on my, you know, what I need to do for myself. Okay. And they're very strong in cross-cultural relationships, Virgo rising. So when you say that, kind of like that, Leo, Aquarius, a little unlikely when it comes to maybe age difference, 
background, like family background, yeah, absolutely. ethnicity background that you can relate to people mm-hmm. from all different walks of life. Hey, I wanted to interrupt the podcast real quick because the holidays are right around the corner. If you're still in need of that unique gift idea, I wanted to suggest the Cosmic Coaster. The Cosmic Coaster is a disposable coaster that offers tarot insight right underneath your drink. This was designed and all the interpretations were done by myself. Go ahead and check it out at thecosmiccoaster.com. Okay, when we get to the Libra rising, okay, so now we've gone through the first, right, six half, and now right. half, we're now we're going to flip them. going to flip, right. So if you're uh, Libra rising, that you're seeking this Aries-inspired relationship. So this is going to lead kind of to another podcast that we'll talk about, but based on where the signs are sitting on the cusps in the house, mm-hmm. and just real quick, think of like a circle piece pizza, and you cut it into 12 pieces, right? There's 12 houses in the astrology chart. So based on where the signs are sitting, we might say, oh, that's where you excel, or that's what you're married to, or that's what you kind of turn a blind eye to. And so when we see the Libra, that's where, what you're married to. Yeah. And so when you have Libra rising, then on that first house cusp, one might say, oh, you're married to yourself. Mm Mm-hmm which could be a conflict in, in well, some relationships. It sounds kind of poor on some level, but, but it can be true. Like, I need my time. This is what I love to do. Yeah. You know, this is how I want to spend my Saturday afternoon. So what we say you're seeking that Aries, because that Aries can go out on their own. Well, yeah. They can be they the can leave for, They can leave for the day. Yeah. And they're entertained themselves. So what does that do? It leaves you with alone time. Alone time to do what you need to do. Call your friends or work on something you want to work on. Yeah. So So you seek independent partners. You want partners that take on their own battles. Because a Libra yeah. could rise and could be very, oh, I'm not getting involved. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, you have a problem with your car, <laughs> you go to the dealership and argue it, you know, type of thing. Yeah. You know, and, and the Aries-infused partner would, oh, yeah, that's absolutely. what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to go down there this afternoon, and Libra's going great because I'm going to go off golfing. Yeah. Maybe to the spa or something. Or to the yeah. spa, well, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever. The point is, this works both ways. It does. And again, maybe you're thinking immediately, oh, we're talking about women, what they're looking for in relationships. It does. You could take the same thing and think of it in terms of men. Oh, when I said the spa example, that could be a man too. Well, that's true. Yeah. Here I'm being sexist. <laughs> no. Right? Okay. No, I agree. We probably have said her or she yeah. more than yeah. the he, but this yeah. does work out both yeah, ways. Yeah, but Libra rising needs time for themselves. And whatever their priorities, personal priorities are. Absolutely. So if you're a Scorpio rising, then you're seeking the Taurus-inspired relationship. Yeah. So we talked about Scorpio before, like a little bit of that larger-than-life, mm-hmm. the power that mm-hmm. comes in. And so mm-hmm. you're seeking the stabilizing influence of the Taurus energy. Right. That Scorpio rising... Uh, I'm going to say this. It brings a little self-destructive energy to the individual. Okay. And that's in different doses and degrees, obviously. 
so we can come up, people with big vices, of course, mm-hmm. can have Scorpio rising very easily. But also even um, the idea of risk-taking, taking a chance. So they have that. So all of a sudden, someone who's very stable, dependable, I hate to say the word even boring, mm-hmm. all of a sudden can be quite the partner for them. Right? Yeah. It's like the teeter-totter. It balances them out. I think you give the example of like a gambler. Yeah. An addictive gambler, I should say. Um, seeking someone with a steady job. Yeah, with benefits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or perks or bonuses or, you know, any of the good stuff there is out there. Yeah, so that if you're a Scorpio rising, you're probably looking for someone very stable, almost like a, a safety net when it comes to your relationships. And again, which would allow it, you it, to... that sounds so materialistic. Like, okay, you've got oh, how much money do you have in the bank? But it's it's the sense of the pre, this a predictableness. If yeah. I, when I'm with this person, I know how they're going to act, perform. They don't throw me, you know, they don't throw me a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. They don't wake up and say, I'm quitting my job the next morning, you know, and all of a sudden, oh, what are we going to do? Well, yeah, and we kind of talked about the lower octave of that, talking about like an alcoholic or a gambler. But yeah. the thing about Scorpios, like they love like the detective mm-hmm. kind of work, if you mm-hmm. will, like yeah. getting down to the you know, to the root or the, the mm-hmm. core of something. And so if you have, if you're a Scorpio rising and you're an overthinker, you might need oh. that Taurus energy to be like, calm down. Oh, Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, right. Again, just that stable thing to reassure the, the oh, reassurance, absolutely. I think. Absolutely. Be, just That's to, very true. So everyone can. I'm a Scorpio and, and my, my Libra husband calms me down a lot when we're like, whoa, <laughs> you're going way too, you're way ahead of yourself here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, if you're a Sagittarius rising, you're seeking out the Gemini-inspired relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can think of a good friend. She's passed now, and we kind of miss her still. But, uh, you know, she had a Sagittarius rising. And, you know, I remember um, her husband. And, you know, what a joke teller, funny guy. You know, you could throw him into any social situation, and he would... You know, he, he would be dressed totally different. Everyone would be dressed somewhat, let's say, a little more formal. Mm-hmm. He'd come in as a Hawaiian sh- shirt, okay. his shorts, walk in, just start telling jokes and everything, and everyone loved him. And I always thought, oh, my gosh, what a great, you know, what a great combination. Yeah, it's, they love partners that can socialize easily. Yeah, that you don't have to um, go by yourself, that you always have someone to go with. Uh, and then someone who can, that's a challenge. You know, not everyone can just infuse themselves into a crowd no absolutely (laughs) yeah and sometimes they can even look like you said a little bit different Mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily embarrassed by that they just like they love to kind of be in the scene and that attention maybe that just the partner is getting yeah that they enjoy it from the sidelines sometimes so your Sagittarius rising you need a talker yeah you need a talker for a partner (laughs) well and so what's interesting kind of what we just described is Sagittarius we always assume with we assume they're the travelers. Right. Right, that they love to go on adventure. And here we're saying Sagittarius Rising, you might really enjoy a partner that goes out and does all this stuff and then comes home and tells you, oh my gosh, here's the highlights of the party. Here's, oh, I went on this adventure. That They might get a real kick even out of not doing those things themselves, but kind of living through their partner. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, don't we all get excited if we have partners when they come home? You wouldn't believe what happened today. No, I um, want to be there. You know, you. <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> but you know, I mean, 
you're, 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 it's fun. Right. It's no, fun to have a partner that has stories. Of course. Yeah. Um, Capricorn rising. So seeking out that cancer inspired relationship. So yeah. again, we talked about this earlier, but now we're just going to flip flop it. Right. But the Capricorns then seeking out a tribe, yeah. a family. They're looking for the circle, the family, who can I belong? Can I, can I be a part of this group? So you really see it. Obviously when we're talking romance and compatibility, we're kind of looking at, oh, I'll be a part of that family. Yeah, the sorry, willingness yeah. to join in to the in-laws, so to speak, and just to accept them as are. I'll, I'll try to be like you guys or fit in. Definitely different than someone who walks in and says, ooh, you know, like, oh, I, you know, I've got, ooh, I, I'm not going to do that. You had to play the games. You step in. So they might be more likely to show loyalty to their partner's family, even over their own? Yes. That, that's, that, even if they come from a good family? Yeah, it, it's no reflection of the family they come from, but uh, their willingness to kind of go with. Um, and anyhow, it's an interesting dynamic. Okay. Um, when we are looking at Aquarius rising, they're seeking out that Leo-inspired relationship. So yeah, Back to the little bit of the drama. Yes. So they're seeking out partner who's kind of extraordinary, that has that flair about them, that makes a statement. And they're willing they're willing to have their partner upstage them. Mm. You know who the biggest, most famous example of this, I think, is is uh, Barack Obama yeah. and Michelle. Because Barack has the Aquarius rising. Here he has a partner. I don't know. I think Michelle does that. I think she can. Yeah. She does. Definitely upstages him. Yeah, she does. So again, there's a good, there's a perfect example, perfect example of looking at it. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be, I mean, we never know what's going on behind closed doors, so to speak. No, you're right. But that's what is being projected. That's what's being projected. (laughs) And that's like any relationship. Yeah. What they look like at the party versus what's happening at home. Right. Yeah. yeah, That's always two stories. Um, And then the last is the Pisces rising. So they seek out these Virgo inspired relationships. So. And we think of Virgo as work, number one, service. Mm-hmm. So I'm a Pisces rising, mm-hmm. and I think I have always attracted partners where either I get involved in their work, like, oh, for example, right, uh, my partner is into cars, so mm-hmm. he does car shows. I have no interest in cars, but I'm like, I'll show up, I'll pass out the flyers, I'll, right. you know, sign up people for the raffle. Like, I get involved in their work or... Um, I guess I can see too when they're in transition from work that I get really excited about. Okay, what what can we get you into? Like, what are you good at? Like, what do you mm-hmm, want to do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a little bit. Yeah, some almost some qualities of a career placement uh, right. person. <laughs> but also, I've seen you do it with friends. True. As well, helping them get into. That's true. So it's a service thing. That Pisces rising. Uh, first of all, very empathic, so they feel the transition they feel that sense of change going on in partners and they want to be part of it let's yeah. create the change that's true yeah you can't just tell me and then think i'm just gonna be like oh sorry like right, exactly. i need to be like okay so what are we going to do about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and creativity again really drawn to that creative wanting to infuse either creativity into their ideas there's a lot of working together. This, these are two mutable signs. So we have this real sense of flexibility, adaptability. Yeah, the last thing I'll say about that, Pisces rising, we're talking kind of like that fixer-upper, but that um, maybe taking on the baggage of their partners. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Feeling like they need to work out their problems for them. Mm -hmm. Okay, that concludes all 12 signs um, with the ascendant or the rising sign. So again, if you don't know that, feel free, book an appointment, learn a little bit more about your chart, or type in your birth information. You'll need your birth time to a website to find out um, what your rising sign is. And we specifically talked about kind of compatibility in regards to partnerships, but these would also be great friends, great bosses, people to work with. Like These should be the people that you're really seeking out to be compatible with. And hopefully maybe you understand like, oh, that's why I don't get along with that person. And again, sometimes we have to get along with them right we know that but at least it just makes it kind of calms us down and going like oh i see i don't get that vibe from them or right? I think, yeah that happens so much with the sun sign because we put so much importance on the sun sign i think in like the public realm of astrology and people oh. think they're also a gemini why don't i get along with them like i love gemini's why don't i get along with this gemini but we're talking specifically about the rising sign today you know what and just another topic we will get into at some point but uh nighttime babies if those people born after basically 6 p.m sunset Mm -hmm. and before sunrise their moon is more dominant yeah and so then that plays a whole significant thing so those night babies all of a sudden they should be maybe looking at their moon more than their sun even i know in general yeah but anyhow this is the ascendant this was the rising sign Perfect. So we hope you enjoyed today and uh, we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you get all of our notifications. And to book an astrology or feng shui appointment, you can find us at www.thekatewind.com or www.maryswick.com. Also, make sure to tune in to my Facebook or Instagram for my weekly horoscopes. You can find me at the underscore Kate Wind.